Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Third and eight, that pressure up the middle, in trouble, and down he goes. Demarcus Walker got to him for the sack. He almost lost that football, but Walker, now two and a half sacks on the year, drops him for a loss of eight. Well, right here, you got to get some help from your left tackle and Kareem Hunt. To stay on his side. Oh, man. Edwards knocked him back. Watch 53. He's in the quarterback's lap. The ball almost comes out. And there goes Demarcus Walker around the left edge. Just internal pressure, external pressure. Right off the edge, making life tough on Joe Flacco on third and long. We're back. Live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. It's a Plumbers 911 Football Monday right here on 670. The score is Gabe Ramirez. And they were worried about Yannick Ngakwe. Look at Demarcus Walker. Got himself busy. But he wasn't the only one. As they mentioned, TJ Edwards and on that sack, Javon Dexter uh, got a half a sack as well. He split that with Montez Sweat, who had two and a half. Super impressive. That's a big boy. Corey Wooten was just marveling at Montez. And I was (laughs) it's always funny, like, I'm hanging with Corey, and then I like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, what do you do when you see guys that are bigger and stronger than you? Because Corey's six seven, two eighty, and a big, like a huge human being. And so to think that there are people that are bigger, stronger, faster than him, scary. But Montez Sweat, one of those, one of those guys. Corey had a dance for him and everything. I guess when you're a former defensive end, you get ex- as excited when somebody like that gets a sack. Uh, but we're taking your phone calls right now. <clears throat> Got a lot of guests on the show or on the show all day today. Uh, and I will give you those names in just a bit. But let's let's go out to the lines. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Patrick out in Bloomington. I think my voice is going after it sounds weird now. Uh Patrick, talk to me. <clears throat> hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hey Gabe, what's going on? You know. Contemplating whether or hey. not I believe in Justin Fields, you know, my use my, my everyday life. <laughs> So what I would say about Justin is, you know, he's 24 years old. Um, you know, they're, they're going to build around him, I would hope. They got a lot of cap money left next year. And the draft capital is huge. If they can draft Harrison Jr., they get that one pick. That's generational. I say you take him. You got Justin on the cheap for one more year. Let the organization do their job. Find a quarterback a little bit later in the draft. Bring him in. Him and Bajit can go at it. You give Justin that year with more. Harrison Jr., commit. Get that running game going. You got cap space. 
draft a couple of O-linemen. They have no depth. They have no depth on the O-line. Get some O-line depth through the draft and with uh, free agency. Get Harrison Jr. in there. Give Justin that one more year. He's 24 years old. He's got talent. He's got a ton of talent. I mean, what's the guy's name from Green Bay that dropped that pass today? You got him, Tunyon, Runyon, whatever tight end. Tunyon, yeah, Robert Tunyon. I mean, that ball is right in his hands. He just drops it. I don't know if he scores on that play, but you can't drop passes like that. E.J. Moore was kind of hobbled in the second half. I, I, if Justin can get some, some better line hope, running game, the guy, Getsy, I think, has got to go. You keep Eber, please. Getsy can go. In, in, and I don't like the argument about, you know, he's got to change systems and all that. These guys change systems all the time. Look at all the guys that have changed systems and done well. Justin Fields is a smart guy. Irafus has done great with that defense. And Ryan Poles has shown nothing but stardom in his short time there. Every move he's made has panned out. So I don't get rid of Fields. Bring in a quarterback later in the draft. Use your capital of build the team. Ultimate team sport. Build around that team. Give Justin his fifth year. See what happens. If you want it doesn't work out, you can trade him. Get what you can for him. Yeah. I, I don't have anything else to say. All these people, it's a team sport. Build a team, and that's what Pools is doing. And Justin will learn how to finish a game. That's what he's learning. He's 24 years old. He will learn how to finish a game. Right now, he's struggling a little bit. He's a little bit, in my opinion, complacent, and he kind of looks lackadaisical. He's a super smart dude, great head on his shoulders, very mature for his age. You don't get rid of that. All right, thanks for the call, Patrick. I appreciate it. I mean, you know, a lot of people do want to take Marvin Harrison Jr. with that first pick. Give Justin Fields more weapons. I think two things come to play there for me uh, with that scenario. Um, Well, first I want to point out, you said every move is panned out for Ryan Poles. I just didn't want people to text in and, you know, just wanted to catch that real quick. Chase Claypool. Um, But I think in the scenario where you keep Justin Fields and you do draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and – you know, you, you got to take me to the finish line, right? And is that Justin Fields panning out and being your quarterback that you're going to, you know, re-sign and, you know, when his contract is up? Or is it you're telling me, hey, you know, you can – because somebody made this argument, and I thought it was a great one. They said, no, you take Marvin Harrison Jr., you take the, the offensive tackle, you know, you continue to build the team, and if Justin doesn't work out, you have a Jared Goff situation where you go get – like you give up some assets to go get the veteran QB that can be the person to lead a very good team to a Super Bowl win. And I, I don't, I, I that's like, that, like, like when you talk about all the counter arguments that are out there for Justin Fields to stay, like that's a really good one. That hey, no, no, you you build the team as best as it possibly can be, and if Justin doesn't pan out, you just go get a quarterback and trade for one. That is, you know, good enough to get you there. I get it. I get it. But I love Danny Parkins and Matt Spiegel. They were talking last week, and they were like, but what happens if in five years the Super Bowl's here in Chicago and it's C.J. Stroud versus Caleb Williams? <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing when they said that. Like, Houston Texans versus who in the Super Bowl? Like, who the- cares? Who cares? Whatever. New England. Like, yeah, it's the Texans versus – yeah, who cares? So somebody that was – Creep up the Vikings, whatever. Somebody that yeah. will, will get it right in your mind, and yeah. us will just be like, yeah. what is what, and it'll what, be what CJ, is our life? CJ Stroud defeats Patrick Mahomes to get to the Super Bowl. 
oh. in order to face Caleb Williams. I mean, it would just be the most Chicago thing that could ever happen. The guy the Bears could have had. Yeah. All right, let's go back out to the phone lines. 312-644-6767. Let's go to C-Note. Um, McKinley. Talk to me about uh, about the quarterback and the coach for the Chicago Bears. Gabe, how are you doing, man? Great doing show. Great. Thank you. I'm a long-time first-time. I listen to you every night, man. Appreciate you. I, like I told your producer, I'm going to give you three stats, and you tell me, you give me an argument why Everflus and Fields should stay. Okay, I'm ready for it. Fields, 9-27. Everflus is 8-22. and 22. Combined, they're 17 for 49. What NFL City team would keep that kind of record? And keep putting it out there going, oh, we're getting better. We're getting better. I'd like to see Iverville say as a defensive coordinator. But Fields has to go. I mean, you've had three years and nothing. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, he won't stay as a coordinator. We know that, right? No, he's not going to stay. Right, right. That's your producer said that, too. Kind of, kind of a demotion. But um, And then the, the we can't combine their records because – a lot of them, there's just too much, you know, layover for one another. They're the same losses that you're talking about in a lot of those. So we don't want to add mm-hmm. those up. That's not, that wouldn't be, that sit well with me as an econ major. Um, but, but, I mean, and then Hub Arkish is talking on my, my left ear and he's saying, well, Gabe, the first one was a teardown. The second one is the first year of the rebuild. And so we can't really look at his record. Do you think, because I think Iberflus is a good leader of men. What I, what I said earlier, you know, was that, you know, the year that the Bears went 3-14, and 14, you know, he still had those guys showing up week in and week out ready to play. And then this they year... They played for him. Yeah, and then this year with, like, all the controversy surrounding, like, Chase Claypool and the and the coordinators and, you know, all the drama with Justin Fields and Bajan. Like, the team could have fell apart easily, but he still has them, even to this day, showing up, you yeah. know, at this point in the year playing their hearts out. And so, to me, that those are signs of a good coach. And so that's why I don't mind him sticking around. Okay, I can see that argument, and it's fine. But you can't have the number one pick two years in a row and yeah. not pick up a quarterback. That I agree with. That I agree you with. You just can't do that. That's, that's a failure formula. Yeah, that I, that I agree with because that's just the NFL. And, I mean, that's what you do. If you don't have the quarterback situation figured out and you have a first pick in the draft, you go ahead and take a quarterback. You passed on that the first year so that you can bring in DJ Moore and more assets. Fortunately, one of those assets is the first pick in the draft, or should be. And with that, you have the opportunity, again, to take the best quarterback in the draft. You know? So that's it. I mean, and to me, that you can't, you can't ask for a better situation. Justin Fields is going to bring you some sort of asset in return via trade. Or, you know, if you like Justin and you trade the number one pick, that's going to bring you back a ton, a ton in return as well. So, I mean, you're in a really good situation regardless. Again, I said whether you're, regardless of what side of the fence you're on when it comes to Justin Fields, ultimately you just want the Bears to be good. And hopefully the people that are getting paid the big bucks to make those decisions are making the right decisions. Uh, let's go to Bernie out in Northwest Indiana. Bernie, uh, Justin Fields isn't the only thing that's uh, making you upset about this Bears team, huh? No, I'll tell you what, you know, I watch that game. I mean, Jaquan Brisker, I think he's, I think he's really good, but he's up there flapping his flapping his hands up and, you know, every time they make this play, he makes a play, he flaps his hands. And, you know, Mari Cooper ran by him like he wasn't even out there yesterday, you know, to, to win that game, you know, to, to, to get a touchdown at the end of that game. You know, I mean, you know, I just, 
You know, go play football. You know, that's that's how you win football games. You win football games by playing football. Not slapping your 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 chops and crap like that, you know? Yeah, but but I but mean, but do you like Jaquan Brisker? Oh sure. I'm just saying though. You you know, it was it was like it was like the Detroit game when Justin Fields ran down the field, all right, got a first down, got up and did his little dance. Okay? Well, I got friends that live in Detroit. And they just roasted that guy because of that. And they says that gave Detroit the impetus to win that football game. They said they come off that field. They were so pissed because of what he did in their house. You know, I mean, you go play football. All right. All the other antics, you leave that for some other day. When you're playing football, you go out there and play football. You know, I mean, and the other point I got is, you know, Justin Fields, you got to do better than 19 to 40, okay? You know, I mean, they scored no offensive touchdowns yesterday. I mean, that, that both them touchdowns were scored by the defense, you know, that the Bears got. You know, so you got to do better than 19 passes and 40 completions. I mean, 19 completions out of 40 passes, all right? You can't, you can't be, you know, most quarterbacks in the NFL are around 65%, you know? So. Yeah, thanks for the call, Bernie. I appreciate it. Yeah, 40 attempts for Justin Fields was the most of his career. Um, second to that was his rookie season, last game of the year against Minnesota. He had 39 attempts. Second year, the most he had last year was 28, which was wild. I, I remember there were games against, like, Atlanta, and I think it was Detroit, two of the worst, like, passing defenses in the NFL. And I was like, oh, this is the opportunity that they need to give Justin Fields to throw the ball 30-some times. And then they it was like 27. Uh, this year, his uh, highest output was or highest number of attempts was 37. But yeah, Justin Fields, 19 for 40, 166 yards. He did have one touchdown to co-commit, but I hear what you're saying, Bernie. It was via the defense. Two interceptions, which one might be changed. Seven, seven rushing attempts for 30 yards. And he was sacked three times, had two fumbles, didn't lose any. Um, but, yeah, tough day for Justin Fields. It was odd because during the game I, I thought to myself, is he having a, 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 like a decent game? But then as the fourth quarter, like third and fourth quarter progressed, you just thought to yourself, like, nah, this is just another Justin Fields game for me. You know, one that the Bears don't win as a result of, and he doesn't contribute, you know, to the victory if there would, would have been one. And I get it. You know, Robert Tunyon would have dropped. Darnell Mooney could have caught it at the end, but those things happen. You can't you can't expect a perfect game and then complain as a result of it. Uh, but we're taking your phone calls. 312-644-6767. Let's go to chill. Hey, man, good to talk to you again. Talk to me about fields. Hey, before we talk about fields, I got one thing real quick. I wish that everybody stopped saying that the Bears got the number one pick. Like they got it from losing, bro. They got that from a flip. You know what I'm saying? So they made that trade last year. They got the number one from a flip. When you get a when you get a a, a, a return on investment like that, you got to put that back out there and flip it again, man. <laughs> that way you are gonna get the capital that you need. Yeah, but they the, got it said. But chill. But chill. If you if you're you're not gonna be able to flip it for the same thing. Like you don't know that. You're not going to get another first-round pick? Like you another, another number-one pick in the draft? You don't know that. That's how you got that pick in the first place. But wouldn't you agree that we got that the Bears got lucky? 
No, because everybody knew Cal- uh, Carolina was going to be trash once they got rid fair. of DJ. Who, fair. Who You're was right. he going to pass the ball You're right. to? You're right. Fair. 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 Point. You know what I'm saying? So let's say a team like let's say a team like just 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 for hypotheticals. I know you ain't got all day, but let's I say do. we do. I do. Have, I do. Have, I have till five o'clock. I'm good. You got time? Hey, you funny man. Hey, say you 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 flip it to a team that wants that pick that bad, right? They gonna do the same thing Carolina did. The same thing that every team do that want that pick. They they pretty much just offer the whole team for that pick on that belief that they're going to get that one quarterback. You might get the quarterback, but you didn't got rid of everything that needed you to have to want the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So now you got the draft capital, like the guy was saying. You build that team up, man, and now you got the draft capital to go get a quarterback, and you still going to be having the return on the investment that you made last year. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I, Bill, I, to yeah. me, Bill's, Bill's dude, he threw hold that ball too long, bro. But I don't understand why the coach keep putting him in a position to do that. If you know what your guy do, why won't you let him do what he do, bro? Yeah. I mean, because I, I think it's because they want, they understand that he needs to be doing a little more, right? But the Bears always been a running team, bro. So, yeah. now oh. you got a quarterback that you can RPO with and still run the ball and be effective. Yeah, the RPO is something that Cleveland struggled with, and they, I talked to two guests last week that told me that was going to be the case, and the Bears just couldn't get the running game going in order to make it effective enough to to use it as a decoy, right? So is that on Justin? Or no, no, no. I'm just, I was just having, I was just having more of a conversation with you about, about the game, oh, about the game. Yeah, yeah. I was having more yeah. of a conversation with you. Like, I wish they would have leaned on the run a little bit more. I mean, even though it wasn't working. Said, that's what Eberflew said in his post conference. When they, when they asked him about what he would have did different, he said, I wish we would have ran the ball more. Yeah. Yeah, I think Iberflus understands, too, that, that he doesn't want Lou Getz anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like even he's like, yeah, man, this ain't it. Like, I, yeah, I, I, need, man, a better, so, I need a better offense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or, or like you said, complimentary offense. You know what I'm saying? If yeah, you know to what use his own words, do, yeah. Yeah, if you know what your guy do to, that, that can help you win the game, and you go away from that trying to trying to say we gonna bring it until Aaron Rodgers. No, bro, this Chicago. We run the ball and play defense. You got a quarterback that can make it a better situation, but you refuse to do it trying to prove a point. That's insane to me. I don't even think you can judge, dude, unless you build a team right. And then you know what I'm saying. If you get once you get a different OC, then y'all can find a quarterback. But let somebody come in here that understand a winning formula, bro, dude. He's funny to me. I'll be watching him cracking up, bro. But thank you so much, bro, for real, for real. <laughs> I got you, Chell. Don't even worry about it. I think that, you know, the interesting thing is if, if if the Bears had their own pick and they were drafting, let's say if they do rattle off a couple more victories and then they end up drafting 12th to 13th, this wouldn't be a conversation. It'd be a very simple solution. Bring in a new offensive coordinator, you know, hope that a very good wide receiver or, you know, offensive tackle is available at that you know, twelve slot or whatever, <clears throat> and continue to build, but, the, but, but, but you still have a number one pick in your pocket, and I think that's why the conversation just kind of changes a little bit, because again, if, if the Bears just had their own pick, they, and then they wouldn't be in contention for a quarterback, you'd still be building a team, but you do have the number one pick, or you more than likely are going to have the number one pick, and I think that's when it happens. So. All right, uh, let's take a break, uh, but we're going to take take more of your phone calls. Again, I'm here for another 45 minutes, <clears throat> and I'm here for you. You're up late or you're up early, and you want to go ahead and uh, 
get on the phones and talk about the Bears and what your thoughts were about Justin Fields, about Coach Eberflus, about <clears throat> why in the world is Luke Getzey getting the opportunity to call the plays for the last couple of games? Uh, why don't they just let somebody else do it? Uh, that'd be a good one for me. A three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. It's a Plumbers nine one one Football Monday presented by Busey Bank, and it's not a game. Illinois.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Flacco on first down over the middle, and it's intercepted. Off the deflection, it's Tremaine Edmonds. Edmonds on the move. Flacco trying to make the stop. He can't do it. Is in with a pick six. He had his third interception of the year last week. His fourth puts six on the board and gives the Bears the lead. Well, he's working that over the ball sit route right over the ball to Tillman. And you're going to see the backers make this play all the way. Watch him. It's Edwards with the hit, Edmonds with the Pick, and then he's gone down the sidelines. Flacco almost had him. Ford runs after him. But not enough to stop the Bears. Huge turn of events here after their defense helped him out, held him to a three and out. We're back live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez right here on the Plumbers 911 Football Monday. On 670, the score. Hanging out with you guys till 5 o'clock. All day, it's going to be just greatness. Uh, even in the next 40 minutes, you got Dustin Rhodes taking over with the pregame show at 5. And that leads right into Mully and Haw. They got some great guests for you. 644, Brad Biggs jumps on. Olin Krutz right after that at 7. And then DJ Moore at 8 a.m. Bernstein and Holmes. Uh, they got two great guests for you. Anthony Heron. My partner on Bears Unleashed, he'll be hanging out with the fellas at 11. Dan Weederer from the Take the North podcast will be on at 12. And then Parkinson Spiegel, they got three great guests for you as well. Kurt Warner jumps on at 2.40. Mark Grody at 4 p.m. And then Jalen Johnson at 5 o'clock. Another missed opportunity for Jalen Johnson. But I'm not mad at it. I I don't understand why people get so mad at Jalen Johnson for dropping the interceptions. I get it. We want interceptions. 
but it doesn't mean he sucks. Like somebody texted in and said he's not going to be a, a a Pro Bowl cornerback ever. That's a tough, tough take right there because he's having a hell of a year. Uh, so we'll, we'll we'll see what happens there. But again, he'll be on at five o'clock with Parkinson Spiegel. Make sure you're here for that. In the meantime, uh, just taking some of your phone calls. Bears lose to the Browns, twenty to seventeen. Justin Fields, 19 for 40. Most pass attempts he's had in his career. Unfortunately, it didn't equate to a 300-yard game. It's just to 166 of them. Uh, he did have a touchdown to Cole Komet on a horrible, horrible uh, sequence by the offense. Uh, almost didn't get the tutty and put three points on the board after an interception by Eddie Jackson, who I'm sure wanted to get into the end zone. Um, Yeah. Just an all-around blah game against a really good defense, though. Can't take that away from them. But again, looking for your thoughts. What do you think about Justin Fields' performance? Um, did that push you in either direction of to keep him or to move on from him? Um, or do you think that it's you know it's everything else but Justin? Fix that offensive line, get him some more weapons, and and get get a new offensive coordinator. What say you? Uh, let's go out to Herschel out in Lincoln Park. Herschel, you your issue is not with the players, but the with the guy that drafted them. You're talking about Ryan Poles. What's your issue over there? I'm there. I really have no issue. I just think that um, that he's faking us all out. He's going to actually end up trading that pick and getting a haul for it, like he should, and keeping Justin on that on that one year free deal we're going to have with his rookie contract, which makes sense. And th- like the guy said before, they they can't flip it because you know if you do like Washington flip it with them and get a haul, or the Raiders, they're going to be garbage. Both teams are going to be garbage next year. So it's a possibility it might shoot up to number one again. But I want I want the third or fourth pick because Marvin Harrison's not falling past three or four, at the very least three. You know? I hear that. I hear that. I, 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 I hear the trading the haul thing. It just, for me, when you're like, hey, you did it last year, trade the pick again and end up with a number one pick the year after that. It's kind of like when you... When you hit you. when you hit in roulette, Herschel, I'm a gambling man. I was actually just at the casino last night. I'm a gambling Same. man. <laughs> and so, you know, you hit in roulette, like when you first get there though. <clears throat> right? It didn't take you three or four right, spins. Right. Like you hit right when you get there. And then all of a sudden you're like, it's gonna be a great night. I'm gonna hit a bunch of other times. And then you keep putting money down, and before you know it, <clears throat> not only did you lose everything you just won, but you lost everything in your pocket too. Now I've been there also at the casino. And and uh, right. to me it's like we know how difficult it is to duplicate that success. So I, to me, I think that'll be the, the tough part there. But you bring two good teams because I am about solutions, not problems. And so the solution would be those two teams to trade them to because they probably will be at the bottom of the pack. Um, but you're, but my thing is this. At the end, of, uh, you want to keep Justin Fields for one more year. So let's say like you're comfortable giving him the money like for the contract, $100 million or whatever, next year. Yeah. You say yeah? Am I comfortable giving him two hundred million? For no, like, no, 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 hundred million. Like, I'm saying like when, when is when, after that one year is up and you got you have to actually give him his money. So so if right. we're, so we're, if we're fast forwarding to that point, you're okay giving him that money? I mean, yes and no. I mean, I mean, I would say more yes than no because the reason is his his RPO uh, um, skills, his his you know his his running back skills. He's He's not as bad as people think he is. We have a terrible offensive line. Like people, people are just just crapping on him, and I don't like that because he's not a horrible quarterback. I mean, I mean he's better than you know, like you know Purdy. You know, Purdy just got a great offensive team. Is he? You know, 
Yes, hundred percent. You think he's not better than? He, he's not a better athlete. As far I mean, that's a different whole, question. That's hold on, hold on. That's a different question, yeah. right? Is he a better yeah. athlete? Is a different question than is he a better quarterback than than him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but also my my thing is we we need to keep him only because if we get Caleb Williams, what what if he tries to be a bum? I mean, not that's just let's go back. Let's say he's not a not a bum. All we got is him. We gonna have the same problems with the same offensive line, the same problems with the you know with with the offensive team. And what 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 do we do? Versus whereas you get rid, don't even pick him. Pick keep Justin and get a Hall, and then go get another great quarterback. You think it's not another draft? Not gonna come up with another great quarterback? I mean, every year there's always a quarterback that's oh he's gonna change the change the game. He's gonna change the way the game is played. Yeah, but Herschel, you know, Herschel, but Herschel. Then next year you're gonna tell me that Justin Fields is better than every quarterback that's coming out in that draft class. I mean, I probably won't say that part, but maybe. <laughs> Here's what I don't want to have happen, Herschel, okay? The New York Giants uh-huh. gave Daniel Jones a four-year, $160 million contract and someone that they thought was good and that if they just added a couple more pieces would be okay and well enough to take the team to the playoffs. And look how that turned out yeah. for the New, to the New York football Giants. I'm fearful of that. Exactly. I'm fearful of that. I'm, I'm, fearful of, I'm fearful of believing in my fandom. Right. And I think that our fandom a lot of times and I was a victim of it with Mitchell Trubisky where I believed in it and I got duped. Right. And I think that there were moments that I'd be watching Mitchell Trubisky and be like, damn, this guy is, is up and down. And, and but but man, he's almost there. Or, oh, I see a lot of skills that he had. Right. Like I'm, I'm trying to like convince myself and sell myself on this idea. And I think when it comes to Justin Fields, I'm just hurt. I'm still hurt. I'm still scarred from my last relationship with Mitchell Trubisky and I don't want to give my heart to Justin Fields the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and then, yeah. and then you're telling me I got to give him a whole bunch of money too. Like I just, I'm fearful of all of that. And I think like you said, you know, with, with, with the ability to take a really good quarterback, because there are good quarterbacks every year with the ability to take a really good one. I think it's tough to pass up. Okay, I think you do too. Thanks for the car. So I appreciate it, man. Uh, let's go to Matt on the south side. Matt, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you uh, for taking my call. Uh, you all uh, just don't seem to understand that a quarterback can't do nothing by himself. Tom Brady didn't do it by himself. Patrick Holmes ain't doing it by himself. He got a good, decent, not a super line, but he got pass protection. You cannot be a pocket passer if you ain't got pass protection. Do you agree with that? Sure. But 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 you all won't say that. Everything is Phil's fault. Yes, Phil need improvement, but ask yourself the question, why was he 19 or 40? You know, because he didn't have the protection that he need, and nobody won't talk about that. Get rid of, get another quarterback. No quarterback going to be able to win with the offensive line that the Chicago Bears got. All right, so Matt, hold on, I got a question. I got a question for you. I got a question. Yeah. I don't want you to leave so quickly. Um, so you're Thank talking you. about the offensive line. Talk to me about uh-huh. talk to me about how many pieces of the offensive line need to be improved for him to have a suitable offensive line for you. 
Is it every single one of them? All five of them got to go, or is it like one or two? Like, you, know I you know I don't mean that. You, you, no, no, no. You that's why I said. That's why I said. I want to know. Is it two? Test, so to speak, you see the same thing that I'm talking. The guy that ain't blocking can't open up a hole for the running back. You know when they get inside the ten. You know you gotta have somebody to open up a hole, but they can't do that. You know, like that guy. Uh, they was. Uh, third and one and couldn't pick up third and one, then didn't come close to picking up third and one <laughs> yeah. because can't nobody open up a hole for their running back or the quarterback. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I appreciate the call, Matt. Thanks thanks for the Thank call. You. Thank you. Thank you. I love the salute. Address the whole team. I got Stop you. Stop picking on field. I got you. And that's why, you know, it, it's a good point, right? It's not just fields. There are you know, the, the talent drop-off after DJ Moore is significant, right? Um, even if you include Cole Komet, I mean, you know, they could use another weapon on offense for sure. Tyler Scott doesn't seem to be, you know, that dude, even though he's quick. and you know, But for a fourth-rounder, you would love a little bit more productivity. I mean, Darna Mooney out there as well. Um, <clears throat> but I was asking because I was trying to see, you know, if you're complaining about the offensive line, I'm, I'm curious – you know, how many of those pieces need to be fixed in order for you to feel comfortable with it, right? Because if Darnell Wright, if we're happy with Darnell Wright, if we're happy with Braxton Jones, and we're happy with Tevin Jenkins, so we need a center and a right guard, or depending on where you put Tevin, but a center and a guard, and and then will we be happy with the offensive line for Justin Fields? It's like, it's it, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's tough to... to Again, I'm just using my eyes. The same way you're using your eyes on the offensive line, Matt, I'm using my eyes with the quarterback position. That's all. Let's go to Bill. Bill, talk to me, man. Uh, what do you think about this this ongoing conversation about Justin Fields? Well, well I, what woke me up was, did I hear you compare Mitch Trubisky and Justin Fields did I hear you do that? And what and what what was the context that I that I compared them? Well, I just it seems like you were saying that uh, that Justin Fields was basically Mr. Trubisky. That's what you. Oh, oh no, 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 no. A second ago, I was. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you, I know. I know. You just woke up. I was talking about my love. Yeah. And my fandom. Yeah, I, I was talking about my fandom, and I was like, I was in on Mitch, and I was there, like ready to ride with Mitch. And then I said, in this particular instance, I'm believing my eyes and what I see with Justin, and I don't want to fall into that same trap. That's what I said. Well, then I I, I wouldn't trust you to uh, come, uh, pick my quarterback if you was talking about you was riding with Mitch because I was, I was never riding with Mitch. When I was when I was watching Mitch, I could see that he couldn't play quarterback. Justin Fields' problem is you got an offensive coordinator that's ignorant. I mean, uh, you're on the uh, one-yard line, and you're going to put him in a shotgun. Really, a it's shotgun, a and then good hand point. the ball, and then hand the ball off for on the one yard line in the shotgun. Please, uh, that uh, gutsy is ignorant. He doesn't need to be an offensive coordinator. And you know, he every now and then he comes up with good plays and and stuff like that. But then it's just the. Uh, did you uh, think? Constant, did you think? Did you think Nagy was good? No, he wasn't. He wasn't good. And you can see that when he was in Kansas City, and Kansas City's offense tailed off now. Right. So, right. so uh, the guy that was in at Washington was obviously a better offensive coordinator and stuff because Kansas City's offense tailed off since uh, 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 that guy came back over there. 
from yeah. Chicago. Yeah, I, I guess what I was trying to get to, uh, Bill, was that you know if you're going to make the, the the correlation between a bad offensive coordinator and the reasoning behind Justin Fields' poor play, I was trying to see what you thought about Nagy because then the same thing could be true for that, right, where you have a bad offensive play caller that is responsible for the poor play of a quarterback, right? But the Chicago, yeah, but Chicago ain't never had no offense. Chicago ain't never had no quarterback. I can go back to uh, Jack Kincannon uh, throwing to uh, Dick Gordon. The Bears have the best quarterback the Bears have ever had right now is Justin Fields as far as talent and seeing whether you can put on the field. You think Jay Cutler was awful? Jay Cutler used to throw so many red zone uh, picks. One year, Jay Cutler threw seven red zone picks. Please. Justin Fields ain't never threw no seven red zone picks. What are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, come on. I, I, the, uh, the Bears, I, what the Bears need to do is get rid of flus, and they need to bring a high hardball or somebody, bring in a real legitimate coach. But the Bears ain't going to never get a, a real legitimate coach, and they and probably never going to have no quarterback because the McCaskies keep picking the guys. McCaskies pick that uh, that the coaching staff. Posting pitch that coaching staff. They pick the group of guys and they hand them a list and say, pick from that list. And they all were the same type of people. Come on, man. The Chicago's doing just what they do. You know, uh, the same old type of no offense and everything. Uh, if you got that Caleb Williams and brought that Caleb Williams here, he'd do. The, it'd be the same thing. If C.J. Stroud, if the Bears would have picked C.J. Stroud, there wouldn't have been nothing. He wouldn't. Have, he wouldn't uh, be what he is now. Man, we are a we are a cynical bunch here in Chicago. You know, for the for the narrative to be that it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback for this team, we're just gonna, they're just gonna be bad. <laughs> That's a bad place to be, man. As a fan, to just always be thinking that. I just, I don't know. I, I, I won't say that. I just say if the Bears right now they look, they do look promising, and the, uh, Justin Fields, the best quarterback the Bears have ever had since I've been following the Bears. I got you. So I would, I, I hear you. What I would do is I would get him another receiver and. Fire the coaching staff, and I think you'd have them. So that's I, my thing. Thanks I'm gonna land my plane. Thanks for the call, Bill. I appreciate it, and I and I I, I just disagree, and that's okay. You know, I, I don't think Justin Fields is the best quarterback the Chicago Bears have ever had. So I disagree with that statement. Um, I think that, yeah, I think when you're looking at Justin Fields and, and his performance, I don't know. It's just hard for you to convince me that a guy. You know, what is, I mean, even if we throw out the stat lines, right? Let's throw that out and just like watch the game. And even if we, like, even if we just looked at the plays where the pocket is clean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we look at the, the good plays, not even the bad ones, right? I've, I still feel confident that I'd watch that tape and be like, yeah, there's inconsistency here. And I just want some consistency from the quarterback position. And I do think the Bears are headed in the right direction with whatever it is they're doing with this team, whether they do figure out the offensive coordinated position, whether they, they do continue to put, you know, uh, A-type players in, in certain positions. I, I just think they're headed in the right direction. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Because the, the, I want you guys to remember this. It doesn't matter what happens. People are going to be angry about it. If the Bears keep Justin Fields, people will be angry about that, even though they'll get a haul via draft picks. And if they move on from Justin Fields, people are going to be angry about it. So, I mean, knowing that, 
right? And then you're not going to be able to convince everyone to have the same opinion. You should, you know, rest assured that, you know, you're going to be upset <laughs> one way or the other. Uh, let's go to Kevin. Kevin, what do you think about Justin Fields? Hey, Gay, what's up, man? Hey, that last caller who said Fields is the best quarterback that the Bears have ever had. <laughs> yes. That's crazy, dude. Look, Fields has got to go. I, I'm so tired of people making excuses for that guy. He does not see the field at all, and he takes forever to make a decision. He's not a quarterback. He's an athlete, okay? He's not a quarterback. I want them to take Drake May, okay? That guy's a quarterback, and that's what we need, okay? Yeah. Fields is not we've, – we've given him way too much time as it is, and I'm so tired of watching him and people giving excuses. He needs this. He needs that. Look, we've given him enough. I – Flacco yesterday was getting hammered all day and still threw for 375 yards on the day. Yeah, he was. it was actually really impressive to watch, Kevin, to see Joe Flacco come out there and just, I mean, that's the kind of quarterback he is, right? Just like dink and dunk. I'm going to hit Njoku 27 times and get 100 yards, and then I'm going to throw a couple of dimes to Amari Cooper and get him 100 as well. Um, I think it's interesting, though, what, what uh, Kevin just said. And talking about Justin Fields, right? Like reading the defenses, making slow decisions, holding on to the ball a long time. Those are all things that have nothing to do with Luke Getze. Okay, unless you're going to be like, well, Gabe, if the play calling was better, if the play design was better, then he wouldn't hold on to the ball. I'm pretty sure he'd hold on to the ball regardless of what the situation is. But those are things, I like that side of the argument, right? Where you're pointing at things that have nothing to do with the offensive coordinator. And then that way you can have a more even you know, argument about Justin Fields. Again, like I said, if we take plays where the pocket's clean, where he has, you know, everything, and we look at it like that, I don't know. I just want something new. i got to be honest. It's like the Bulls and Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan, dollar in the bucket, talking about the Bulls. Just want something new. I think I, I think that's where I'm there. And, I'm, and I, I, I love the idea of taking a number one pick that actually hits and then the Bears being the beneficiary of that. That sounds amazing to me. And the possibility is out there. And I think that's why I'm so in on being okay with moving on from Justin Fields. All right. Uh, what do you think, though? 312-644-6767. You moving on from him? Uh, or does he have a special place in your heart and you want to keep JF1 and just add some pieces around him? Uh, we will take your calls next. Got a couple minutes left. It's a Plumbers 911 Football Monday. And I'll tell you every guest that's going to be joining us here on 670 Score on the other side. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We're back, live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Tyler Ferengal really setting me up today. This is this is the kind of vibes I give you. This is what we're thinking out of the break. All right. I guess I gotta start talking to you differently. It's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score. It's a Plumbers 911 Football Monday. Presented by BC Bank and it's not a game, Illinois.com. Tons of guests on 670 to score today, um, and things kick off well, with me, obviously, overnight, and then Dustin Rhodes is going to be jumping on in just about 15 minutes with the pregame show. Then Mully and Hall obviously got you. Brad Biggs coming on at 644, Olin Krutz at 7 o'clock, got to listen to Olin, uh, and then DJ Moore at 8. Bernstein and Holmes come on right after that, uh, and they got Anthony Heron at 11, and then Dan Weeder at 12. And then Parkinson Spiegel, they come on after uh, with Kurt Warner at 2.40, Mark Grody at 4 o'clock, Jalen Johnson at 5 p.m. This is what we do, man. We take care of you every uh, Plumbers 911 Football Monday uh, right here on 670 The Score. Let's take a couple more uh, phone calls before we get out of here. Uh, let's go to Brian out in Cedar Lake. So, Brian, when it comes to the discussion about Justin Fields, where are you at? Gabe, good morning. How are you? Merry Christmas. Likewise. Hey, I was just going to agree with you. I've heard all the callers this morning. I'm on my way to like Michigan to perch fish, listening to you. There's two schools of thought with Fields, obviously. Uh, has he shown enough improvement uh, to justify you're talking to Daniel Jones, $40 million plus contract coming up to extend him? Or when has the last time, it's never happened in Bears franchise history, you hold the number one pick for the consensus number one quarterback prospect coming out who there was talk if he had come out last year might have been the number one pick the consensus coming out this year you reset the rookie contract and you're still going to have a top five pick for your second pick right now to grab the best offensive lineman if you go that way i just was listening to you earlier fields right now you would think by this uh point in his career should be faster in his decision making and not having to have a guy wide open and can throw him open. These windows are tight in the NFL. You have to be able to throw a guy open. But I think the rookie contract resetting that plays in big, even though you may not want to think money-wise, but it, it, it plays in. Do you agree or not? Yeah, absolutely. I think if you want to you know, like have assets around the quarterback position, you need some money. And obviously a good way to have that is to have a, a, a rookie quarterback on a rookie deal and obviously you know with Justin Fields you know needing to pay that money I mean you know get to spread that around a little bit and you know throwing somebody open and I do love that point that you made there throwing somebody open is something that needs to happen in the NFL we we just don't see it enough from Justin Fields and I think that's where I'm at with him in terms of his growth right like can we agree that you know he hasn't had the best coaching situation sure I'm there I'm we are in agreement on that 
you know, does do I feel like his offensive coordinator is a bit overwhelmed and, and, and could be better? Yes, I 100% agree with that. But do I also think that I should be able to see Justin Fields play and think that he in he should be in a a a better predicament than he is, better position than he is right now? Like cuz there has been growth for Justin, but not enough is what I'm saying. Where I look at him and I'm like, "Wow, I feel so confident in, you know, riding with you for the next 4 years." I'm not there. I don't feel confident, right? And I think that's why I'm, I I want to move on from him. But hey, what do you say? 312 644 67, 67. Let's go to Sal from the south side. Sal, a lot of opinions on Justin Fields. What's yours? Good morning. I just want to start, uh, say, uh, start off that uh, I'm a neutral NFL fan, so I'm not like a diehard Bears fan or nothing like that. But uh, I do watch football casually on Sundays, you know. Uh, from what I've been seeing, I agree with the last two callers. The previous three before that, I think they're a little delusional. Uh, keep making excuses for this guy. He fumbles the ball too easily. Can't hit wide open receivers. Can't read defenses. Yes, he's a tremendous athlete. Don't get me wrong. He's fast. You know, he's a great you know running back, if you will. But in terms of an, in terms of an NFL quarterback, uh, if I'm the Bears general manager, I'm not sure if I want to lock up you know a whole couple hundred million dollars on this guy. You know, that's that would be way too overpaid for Justin Fields. I don't think he's worth that at all. Um, maybe worth you know sixty, seventy million, but uh, if that, if you know, and that matter. But anyways, I'm just thinking of the apologies. Quit making excuses for the guy. He's been in the league three plus years, and uh, if he ain't got it, he ain't got it. Time to move on. It's not a big deal. You just go to the next guy, next man up. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. I appreciate it, Sal. And I think you know, I think we we see a lot of things in Justin that we like, and that's why I think it's difficult for some people to move on from him. Right? I mean, he is an 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 amazing athlete, right? He can do things at the quarterback position that most cannot. And so, so you look at that and you think like, oh man, if we could just fix this little thing and if he could just do this, oh my God, he's going to be amazing. Look at him. And I get that. He's also a very nice human being. Like, I love his answer today when they were like, they asked him, I think it was, I can't remember who it was. Somebody asked him when they said, you know, what's like your big takeaway from this season? You know, things haven't panned out necessarily. And his response was, I'm super proud of this team. I'm super proud of the coaching staff. I'm super proud. Like, what a great answer. I thought that was, I was like really good. And for him to take a beat and not give in to his internal thoughts, because, you know, he could have said a ton of different things, and to have gone with that. So, again, the character is there. And I think that Poles loves high character guys, and that's who Justin Fields most certainly is. And so it's just, you know, Again, we wouldn't be talking about this if the Bears didn't have the number one pick. This wouldn't be a non-issue. Um, but here we are, and the Bears do have an opportunity to do something different, and I think, I think that's where they're at. Uh, let's go to Don out on the west side. Talk to me, Don. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Yeah, uh, okay, so I got this to say, man. Okay, we understand Justin Fields. He hasn't developed correctly, and that's the Chicago Bears' fault. It's a very lazy argument for people to call in and constantly blame this kid, man. Yesterday, he executed everything that he possibly could. Anticipatory throw is a gamble, okay? First and foremost, you have to have trust in the players on the field and your coaching staff and the players they call them to make anticipatory throws constantly. Everybody seems to alleviate that and don't think about that, first and foremost. The kid is not comfortable. He hasn't been developed correctly. A lot of plays yesterday was left on the field by his 
by by the weapons that they said that they have that they have for him. Tanyan dropping touchdown passes, Mooney dropped touchdown passes, a lot of things going on the football field that of course a, a quarterback has to cover up. But let's not call in all day and just say to call this kid a running back. That's disrespectful. They call Lamar Jackson a running back. He's a quarterback. Okay. He just hasn't been developed properly without the right coaching staff. Now if they want to move on and get a new quarterback, that's fine. I agree with that. But when he goes somewhere else, I will be a fan of him and I'll still be a fan of the Chicago Bears. Okay, thank you. Yeah, appreciate that, Dom. Fortunately, I was a, I'm, I'm, I'm a quick listener, so I heard everything you said in that thing. I, I mean, I think we can all agree that you know he hasn't had the the proper path of development, right? Like, and no tutelage. He hasn't learned from anybody. Andy Dalton for a couple of weeks, right? And outside of that, you know, I guess there was Nick Foles in there. I mean, so but but he didn't really learn because he felt like he should have had the keys to the Ferrari from the very beginning. And I think that kind of stunted his growth a little bit because he, you know, he seems like a guy that that needs to have that control right over there in order to have success. There was a lot of drop passes yesterday that we can agree on. The Robert Tunyon one was inexcusable, right? You cannot have that. Um, and yeah, I think you know labeling him as a running back only is disrespectful to the skill set of Justin Fields because he does have a good arm, right? I mean, he can make some throws. Again, I think for me, it's the inconsistency of Justin Fields. That is the biggest flaw, right? When you're looking at him, I mean, you know, because he can't have a 250-yard a game and then he can't have a 166-yard game, right? I mean, so it's it, inconsistency there. I think, uh, you know, he did have multiple opportunities um, with the Bears up 10 to put more points on the board, you know, after that. And he, he you know, failed in, in those instances. You know, the, the, the 17 points that were on the board, seven of them were from the defense, Another touchdown, Eddie Jackson put him in a really good position to put another tutty on the board. And so, again, it's, it's, it's you know, I want to be able to look at this game, Don, and, and really say, damn, Justin Fields balled out. Bears beat the Cleveland Browns. They had a good defense, but you know what? doesn't matter. My quarterback's going to get the job done. You know, still had the ball left with an opportunity to, to with the game tied, with three minutes left, an opportunity to go down there and do something. Again, I just, I just wish I had more of those that I could point to and feel good about Justin Fields. And I just think that those are few and far between and, and it's tough. It's tough. All right. I'm out of here. Give me my music. Big shout out to Tyler Ferengall for doing these five hours with me. Baby T. I said, that's his, that's his radio name. Who gave you that name? It was me. Oh yeah. I forgot. I did give him that name. Um, a lot of stuff on the show today. It's a plumbers. Nine one one. Football Monday presented by Busey Bank, and it's not a game. Illinois.com coming up in just under 10 minutes. Dustin Rhodes, the pregame show. Then Mully and Haw, they got three great guests for you. Brad Big, 644. Olin Krutz at 7. DJ Moore at 8. Bernstein and Holmes, they got Anthony Heron and Dan Weeder at 11 and 12. And then Parkinson Spiegel. Kurt Warner, 240. Mark Grody at 4. And then Jalen Johnson at 5. What a day on 670 to score. All right, I'm out. Mi gente, that means my people. Hasta la próxima. That means until next time, I am Gabe Ramirez, and this it's Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.